Try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. <laughs> episode 81, we end up. Bill, Dan, you already know who it is. It's the host with the most B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Yes, 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 yes. Um, you know, before we get it started, please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you have any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. Episode 81. How you doing this week, brother? I'm chilling, bro. Feeling like Kobe. Now I'm playing. But um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I can't complain. Um, you know, just living i guess man still on vacation we at the midpoint people keep saying summer almost over it is but it isn't i'm gonna enjoy these next yeah. these next five five and a half weeks before it's no time to lock back in on the, the nine to five schedule uh i'm not going front this working out shit been kind of fun though <laughs> that's probably been like the most consistent element of myself i don't think i ever worked out this shout out to, to jamie tox shout out to jamie tox shout out to you know re rome shout out to you know anybody who's been working out just holding each other accountable with um, shout out to my boy Marsh. He just cursed me out because I can't make the gym session on Friday. But you know, just whether we work out together or we just like you know somebody posts be like, oh shit, niggas are getting big out here. You feel me, dog? We gotta keep up. And I just, I can honestly say this is probably the the most consistently I've worked out in my life in terms of like you know at least four days a week trying to get some kind of some form of training in, seeing the benefits of stretching, eating and shit. Like I said, I was down bad to start this year. And I think that working out has been one of those like saving graces along with like the meditation, reading the Bible from time to time, stuff like that. Still not religious, but they've got some good stories. Um, and you know, just trying to like reestablish a form or establish a consistent form of balance. And I, so that's really just been like probably one of the biggest takeaways so far. So shout out to all the people that work out and all the skinny niggas that's getting muscles. I'm out here with you. Wiz Khalifa gang. <laughs> oh, oh before i get my check-in i'll give a shout out to failures to report they had a successful basketball tournament this past weekend yes 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 shout out to them shout out to you x and shout out to actually dj vibe for djing the event you feel me? that's right top shot to my man I'm, I'm sorry we couldn't make it bro like literally harlem was far masked i we told you mass was happening but you know what? We really X is probably I'm gonna keep it a stack. X is probably one of the most determined and like people that make shit happen. People that I've ever met in my life. Like you say, you're gonna do some shit. It gets done. Like basketball tournaments, yeah. awards ceremonies, uh, football games, the whole shebang. So shout out to X man for just being an example of you know standing on what you believe in and making shit happen and doing what's best yeah, for your community. Because he also do a lot of stuff with with kids and sports. So just being an active community leader. Shout out to you, X. Um, you know, um, yeah, so my check-in this week, I think I'm pretty okay. Ain't that too crazy. 
I totally had something that I was going to say before, and then it totally slipped my mind. <laughs> so, but we could continue on with the show. Um, I'll probably say it once I get done. But I also want to give an apology to all my, you know, Canarsie heads out here. You know, last week was a holiday, and I didn't come on the platform and represent for my hood like I supposed to. Feel me if you didn't know. Wednesday, July twentieth was Pop Smoke's twenty third birthday. That just sounds so wild. Just to say 23, bro, like, homeboy didn't even make it to see his 23 birthday. But, you know, RIP to the biggest woo, you feel me? Slick, drop it real quick for them. Baby girl, come and make the woo. She know we keep it too. Big knocking on my butt. What are you speaking to? Baby girl, come and make the woo. Big knocking on my butt. The beat went off. I go it's like a valley, got trees in the telly. Shorty won't fuck over that's just some heli. Look on my phone, got the fence on my celly. Fight to my yummy, put dick on her belly. Wanna make bread till I'm open the belly. TD, oh wait, huh? Ten, huh? Silly, huh? Shut up. Pull up in rovers, catching me sober, spinning like jail is over. She went that hold though, she went like cover. Put that boy head on his shoulder. Yeah, happy birthday to the biggest woo pop smoke. You know, we love and miss you out here, bro. You know how it goes. Now, speaking of the floss, man, not only we had to celebrate Pop Smoke's birthday, but New York City is getting wild, especially in my area, man. I don't know if you heard, but a New York City bishop got robbed over 400K in jewelry during a live stream service on Sunday, bro. I saw that video, bro. I'm like, nah. Eric Adams, I don't know what you're doing out here, but whatever enforcement that you thought you say you're going to do during your campaign, it ain't working, bro, at all, bro. I think it's... I was just... Go ahead. I, I think, it, and, and, and not to defend him, but I think he's over-policing the wrong shit. Like, you saw the video of the, the, the guy that tried to... That got beat up by the kid. The cop that got beat up by the kid because he tried to press him about jumping the turnstile. Yeah. It's like you allocating resources to shit that's not that big a deal. Uh, you want to say the MTA be losing all this money that they can't run a system properly with the money you do give them. You feel me? And you putting all these new police in, in those situations in urban areas. I'm like, well, this nigga walked in a church and robbed, robbed a man of $400,000 in jewelry and left. And that like was, that, during the live stream. And I, then they left, apparently they left in a white Mercedes Benz. Oh, that's gangster. I'm over here like- that's gangster. I'm sorry. That's fucked up. I'm my condolences <laughs> to the passive. That's, I robbed you and I rode off in that's- a car. That was it. <laughs> Nah, that's a first ticket to hell. You don't rob a person that's but the son of God. Well, like I heard that, that bishop bro. is like extra flashy though. Like he like legit like his live streams and like his like his he's like just buying bling and all this other crazy shit too. So it's kind of like, damn nigga, stop showing off. <laughs> well, what happened to the cold though? Remember, wasn't no woman, no children. Definitely, you don't mess with the church. Also, you don't mess with the barbershop. Barbershop supposed to be the same thing. Was it a real church? Or was it, is it a real church? Is it one of those 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 like party halls where they always put up a pew? <laughs> oh, what's okay, it? you know what? <laughs> We're not going to do this. We are not going to do this. Those live churches don't even be real churches half the time. They really just be in the back of the club. So <laughs> a little green screen and shit. You could use any place as a place of worship. <laughs> you could also get robbed at any place that people could claim to be a place of All worship. All right, Kiki Palmer. Okay. <laughs> You know, as she's celebrating having the number one movie in the world um, with Nope, unfortunately, instead of, instead of, you know, Black Twitter embracing 
and showing their love and support for her move for her role in the movie and just the movie overall. <sighs> the topic of colorism has hit the net. So apparently, I don't know where Zendaya gets brought in and saying here how they feel like Kiki Palmer should have the same opportunities or be labeled as successful as much as Zendaya has done. And they feel like since Zendaya is of lighter skin, that's probably might be the reason why. What's your thoughts on that? Two things can be true. It could be that black Twitter is reaching and also Zendaya gets more opportunities because she's lighter, fairer skinned. I would say that for one, and, and, and shout out to, before we even go into the shout out to Kiki Palmer, because not only with the number one movie in the country, but that girl stayed working. You'll see her what? in Netflix movies. You'll see her in big screen movies. Her and Zendaya are both child, so they both deserve the amounts of success they have, the copious amounts of success they've already received. I can see where people would say, you know, they both started out around the same age, had higher movies. You could say that when you think about starting off hot, Kiki Palmer probably started off a little hotter. Just in terms of like, you know, just the the name recognition of her films and the people she was working with. Zendaya kind of didn't know if she wanted to be an actress or a singer or whatnot and kind of got the leeway to try a lot of different things before she really hit the ground running. What was it? Casey Undercover, Euphoria. Um, the movie. Even before even before Casey Undercover, she had that show with the other white girl, um, Dance, that dance show. I don't remember that one. But I think that we already know Hollywood can be colorist. And I think that. Zendaya probably does naturally appeal to more masses in terms of like movie roles or prominent movie and television roles, right? But Kiki, like I said, Kiki Palmer stayed working and she's also had talk shows. She's had, she's done music. She's also had the fluidity to kind of go and do what she wants. And mm-hmm. I think that, like, again, you, have, you can say both things are true. Maybe Zendaya might get casted for more, like, more people might see her for more than just urban roles. Maybe that's kind of what they were getting at. Like, Kiki Palmer's the urban girl. You'll see her in a lot of urban movies. You don't really see her in a lot of mainstream. Shake it up. It was shake it up. Oh, okay. That's the uh, what's it called movie or show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you don't really see Kiki Palmer in those like you see her typecasted, I guess, almost in roles like black movies. Did, do we? The thing about it is, I love her response to it because often when we bring up this the colorism issue, which I believe is very true, I believe it comes with the victim mentality. Absolutely. And Kiki Palmer said it beautifully. A, a great this is what she said. A great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever. The first black woman to start in her own show on Nickelodeon. The youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. And I've been the leading lady since I was 11 years old. I have over 100 plus credit. Current Sterling, an original screenplay that's the number one film at the box office. She has had a blessed career. She stayed getting to the bag. She has some iconic movie, Aquila and the Spelling Bee. She's she's very well known. I feel like when we sing, we we as black folks love to indulge ourselves in the victim mentality and always to constantly go against one another. Not and I'm not disagreeing with colorism. I believe colorism is very true but there's a time and place to have these conversations can i argue and this was not this was not it i could argue that it possibly could be not saying it's true but the fact that it comes up you can look at the trajectory of their careers all i'm saying is that kiki palmer 
seems in her roles does seem to be typecast. She gets certain she has a hundred credits. About eighty five of them are similar roles. Whereas, like what? Because she had, to my knowledge, she has played the smart, um, the smart girl as a kid. She had played, she had played a football girl as a kid. As we're talking about as a, I'm talking about like as their, but that's just credits though. But I'm talking I about mean, as, like I might be adding more. She's 28, by the she's, way, so she's still very young. She's very young. I think what's in the day like 26, if that. Yeah, but I'm saying a lot of Kiki Palmer's prominent roles that we know her for from when she was young. You feel me? As we've gotten older, a lot of her roles are typecast into like you know she's in urban films ninety percent of the time. Zendaya doesn't get put in that same box, and that's just a, it. Might be a casual observation that came off as uh, somebody making you know doing the hotep colorism thing, but you can't say if we look at the list of Kiki Palmer's last ten movies and the list of Zendaya's last ten movies or shows and whatever the accumulation. Zendaya might be a safer pick for Hollywood in certain mainstream acting positions. I don't think Kiki Palmer is going to get the same opportunities in movies and TV. Now, a talk show, she's lit. Her personality, lit. She's going to light up a room. I feel like this might not go well. I feel like a lot of people see her in a similar vanity to, it's going to be real bad, Tiffany Haddish kind of with talent. Versus Zendaya... Only not in the sense like both are extremely talented, but I feel like it's in the sense of like her personality is what makes people cast her. Whereas Zendaya is, oh, the serious actress. She plays the druggy teenager. So the angsty druggy teenager so well. And she's getting the opportunities to do like Emmy and Oscar worthy shit compared to Kiki Palmer. Who's like, okay, we want to, we want this urban character that's going to pop on screen. I'm going to go get Kiki. I think that's what people are noticing. Okay, I I have to disagree a little bit because first of all, Zendaya don't even have a lot to her career. But besides she... the besides the Disney Channel stuff, which possibly ended in 2018, the most that she has done is just basically um, short um, voiceovers. She's in, she hasn't she's really done anything here, besides um, besides Spider Man. Um, Malcolm and Marie, so, and now she's gonna now she's gonna be um, and Euphoria. She hasn't really she doesn't so, really have nothing to her. So Kiki, to, to her. So to go to your point now, Kiki's working. But hold on, I want I want I want to get to I want to get to a little point that you made now by type. But by you, you can't typecast it. I can't I can't agree with the typecast of Kiki Palmer as I look through her discography of what she has done. She literally has done. So much in her career, her, this a hundred. The hundred, many of well, those she's correct you... about the hundred plus credits because not only she has done a lot of voiceovers for some for some kids movies that I did not know, but she was in TV shows such as Family Guy, Grey's Anatomy, Nine One Two One Zero. She actually did some typecast stuff like Single Ladies, which I think was Tyler Perry. She is actually the voice of the Winx Club. She has done so much outside of just stereotypical typecasts and things. And who kn- she has done Hustler. Uh, that was a good one. That was a I good like movie. It. That's but she was still the urban black girl in Hustler. Yeah, but she, but she, but but she is part. I'm she's saying, in a new Lightyear movie. So she, th- she, she's part of the hospital. Like she's she does a lot. So not I saying, can't believe they even comparing both of them together. But hold on, we're not saying she did. We didn't say they don't get to the bag. Kiki definitely can. We agree to that. Oh yeah, no, but no, we're yeah, saying, no, no. We agree. Look to at that, the yes. quality. You said Zendaya's only done three things. 
Malcolm and Marie. Oh, three major things. She has other like credits, but it's not really like yeah. Not too crazy. Kiki Palmer, you have to look at the credit sheet to know that she's doing this. The whole light year run, I had no idea she was in it. Zendaya won an Emmy or whatever the TV a top TV award is for Euphoria. And again, that's great. It was but, a great show. Spider Man is a multi billion dollar franchise, and she's the co star. Kiki Palmer has hundreds of credits, but is she given the opportunity to do those roles? And that's why I said the conversation can be true without discrediting both of them. They're both great young actresses. They have immense talent. But you can argue that there might be a point that can be made. It's not about the amount of work you do. It's about the quality and the consistency of the roles that you're getting. Kiki Palmer is not getting the opportunity to headline a a a billion-dollar franchise. She's not getting those critically acclaimed roles. Malcolm Marie was supposed to be a critically acclaimed movie. People just weren't ready for those conversations when it came out. What was yeah, that? But what? I think, but I don't know. I don't, I, I can't, I can't accept, I accept that for um, Zendaya. But to be honest with you, for Zendaya, is just, she only really had, she's a Disney Channel star, such as um, Kiki, because I think Kiki done a couple of stuff for Disney Channel, but she did she's, more Nick, she's more known for her Nickelodeon role than Disney Channel. Um, true, it was like True Parker it, or something like that, right? Yeah. True, um, um, true, Jackson. true Jackson VIP. Yeah. So I think, it, and the compa- the comparison doesn't agree with me because it's like it's like apples and oranges. Like Kiki Palmer has so much more than her, and then it's just that Zendaya just had an opportunity to be in Marvel. If you're in a Marvel film, you're whatever whatever thing you're gonna do, you're gonna be doing it a lot. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be boosted up to the core. That's not her fault. But even so, and also Kiki Palmer. Is na- but now with the success of Note being the number one movie in America, does that narrative, does colorism doesn't change then with her being in the number one movie right now? Do we think that she'll get more roles because of it? She still plays. Yeah, because she's a hustler. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying she's going to get, we, I'm not talking about like those prominent roles. Do we think that she still, that, do those just pop up now? Does she get an opportunity to helm a franchise? Does she get a dramatic Oscar? And again, the Oscars and stuff like that aren't they? I'm just saying, Zendaya has gotten those opportunities left and right, it seems like. Kiki Palmer, was, like I said, it's not the quality of work. It's not the quantity, but it's like the quality of the job. They both get into the bag, both extremely phenomenal. But the the conversation also, like, it begs, like, oh, shit. Yeah, you are the youngest talk show host. Yeah, you are. You do uh, To be a, a talk show host, and she's all, she was on one of, like, the major joints, like, you would think her following would be safe enough to get some of these roles. Not saying that she's underqualified, but it's like, yo, what is it? And I'm just saying, but that's a conversation. Zendaya only really has three opportunities. She only has three things, so that's why that's why I can't. That's why how what many? You're all right, but then in but, my head, she only had three opportunities. She only had three, and we might not agree. Besides this channel, and we might not agree. Outside of Nope, in the last five years, what are the major Kiki Palmer vehicles? Cause think about oh, it. We have, we have, oh, she, she, um, in the last five years, she's been more, um, TV show than movies, even though she has done some movies. And that's a problem. But she's been more so, um, she, she has done more TV shows and more and has done multiple episodes of TV shows. She's been a serious regular for multiple TV shows in the last five years. I didn't even know she was in the Scream TV show. I didn't even know that. She was that's in Scream. She was in Star. Something doesn't sit she was well. In Berlin, Berlin Station. 
Star was Star was good until it canceled out of nowhere. People yeah. still want Star to come back. Yeah, I know they're still pushing for that. But it's also like again, Urban. She's the urban young girl. I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like us black folks having this. I I I accept colorism. I understand it's real. It needs to be changed. But I also feel like it was kind of it was kind of messed up of us to bring it up during what possibly could be one of the best weekends of her life. Absolutely, she handled it with grace, and I think that's the most important part. It doesn't matter what we think in general because she's cool with where mm-hmm. she's at. <clears throat> it just was as a general populace, we were just like yo, how they not getting the same opportunities, and it might just be coincidence. That's all. Are you gonna see Black Panther? Absolutely. Even though I said Marvel, what you thought about the trailer? I thought the trailer was great. I think that you know what, when Marvel gets it right, they get it right. And I mm-hmm. think that there was no way with what the original one met, and then losing Chadwick Boseman, that this movie was is not going to be a success. And it's like you're kind of like, well, dang, what do we show in the trailer? Because it's not just uh, a Chadwick love letter. Is also about establishing, you know, it's loss, it's grieving. Black people, we, especially black people, we lose our heroes all the time at, unexpectedly. But then we're seeing, like, Angela Bassett, that whole trailer was on 10. And then you also get in, you know, from a comic book standpoint, you get to see Namor, who is one of the, one of the elite Marvel characters who we haven't seen on screen yet. You kind of get to see those characters. You, you got to see the love of the people that are creating this movie. And I think that Phase four has kind of like brought the stakes down before they they re, they're starting to set up. You know they they had Comic Con and they showed you know twenty twenty five we getting Fantastic Four and two Avengers movies. Yep. So it's like we're setting up, but we have to take that moment bef- and step aside maybe narratively. And I don't even I think Black Panther Sizzle would probably fit even better because we're going to probably see a lot of things that we didn't expect to see. But it, it it's giving it so we're really just looking for the Chadwick tribute. And it's, yeah. and that's kind of I think that that leans into giving them a lot of leeway with creating a great movie. It's not just hell bent to you know what Marvel has recently been doing, which is like, all right, we'll tell this character story, but we're going to drop tidbits that are going to lead into that next Avengers movie that's finally announced. Like this is like, yes, we're really going to get to enjoy it. We're really going to get to say a, a proper goodbye to one of our heroes, and hopefully, narratively. We're able to kind of still emulate that feeling because I remember like, you saw the first Black Panther, you felt empowered. Now it's yep. like we lost him. How how do we deal with that loss? What do you make us feel when I walk out of that movie? Will I be satisfied? You know what I think about, and you know he's white. Paul Walker, Fast and Furious. Everybody knows Fast and Furious had nothing to do with race, but it was like <laughs> you just like liked the movie, and he was with us for what twelve years before he passed away. And the way they yep. wrapped it up, if they would have never made another Fast and Furious, trying to go to space and the sun and all that other shit. I would have been content because they tied up his story in a way that made sense to us. So I'm just hopeful that they could do that. I'm hopeful that they give us, you know, closure and allow us to grieve, celebrate, rejoice, and move forward narratively. Don't pigeonhole us with like, well, that's it for Black Panther. Oh, no, no. Because I think they already have a lot of movies down the pipeline. But side note about Fast and Furious, please let Fast 10 be the last of the damn series. It's a two please. Part. It's two parts. So it's, it's the last one, but we got to sit through like four or five hours worth of movie. The last one wasn't bad, though. I laughed at it. You got it's, 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 it's got so distant from what it originally was. Like niggas was it was street racing and now niggas is taking hummus outside the damn fucking helicopter and shit. I, I think that it made too much money. And when things make money, what does Hollywood do? They give you they, they do it again. Make it bigger. And I think that 
If you go into this looking for a racing movie or a movie that makes sense, you should have stopped five movies ago. But if you go into it like, all right, how ty, I, I like to watch Tyrese and Ludacris's chemistry. That shit is great to me. Roman Pierce is one of the greatest secondary characters in all of movies right now. Give a fuck what you say about Tyrese. And then family. I do it for family. That shit is a joke. I want to just take a bottle of tequila with me to the movie theater and watch it. And every time they say family drink and walk out that bitch fucked up. You you would have been, you would have been fucked up. <laughs> but it's, it's enjoyable. And it's like, I'm at the age where this is, it's like, I used to, I, movies used to be my thing. Even when I, I'm upset or sad or something, I'll go see a movie or something. But it's like, I don't feel the need to go see every major movie. So fast five, I'm like, eh, for fast 27, I'm like, eh, I'll wait till it goes on HBO max. I'll wait till it streams. But Black Panther is one yeah. of those ones we got to see. Like I haven't seen any Marvel movie for Phase Four in theaters. Haven't seen Thor yet. Don't really care to see it. I'll wait till it comes on Disney Plus next month. Haven't. I saw Doctor Strange. I went to theaters, got bored, left, and waited to watch it at home. Black Widow. Watch it on. Watch it on on Disney Plus. Like it's rare now because I think because we're over movied or overstimulated with movies. That's like all right, cool. I gotta really want to watch. I'm like, you know what? I watched that was fire. Side note. The Gray Man on Netflix. Shit is heat. Oh, yeah. I heard a lot of great reviews on it. And fuck the critics, man. They was out here like, oh, it's a middling action flick. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. No, nigga. Because the first 10 minutes, I was in that bitch like, woo. That shit crazy. <laughs> like, shout out to Ryan Gosling. Shout out to Chris Evans. Movie movie is heat. But, yeah. yeah. But Black let Panther me, um, back to Black Panther. I, I enjoyed the trailer because I don't know what the fuck was going on in the trailer. And I appreciate that once I don't, I can't, I can't tell the plot of the movie. Obviously, I know they probably might fight Namor. We, you know, obviously that's going to be the case, but I don't really know exactly how they're going to get to that point or how he start, you know, beefing. And we still, we didn't really see Shuri like that during the, only see her being emotional a little bit. But so I enjoy that. I can't wait. And then we saw, we also, what we didn't talk about was Ironheart, the black, Iron Woman. I can't wait for that. And she's gonna get her own show. I think I think it was a either it was a her own movie or her own, her own show. But we saw Ironheart in the trailer. So I can't wait until the next installment for Iron Man or whatnot. So I'm 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 excited for it. Um, you know, I think Marvel, I think over the last couple of movies, Marvel has been a hit or miss. Like Shang-Chi was great. Um Thor was funny. I I I, I Thor was a little I, I I don't know. I never read the Thor comic books. I don't know if he was like a serious character, but how they portray him in the movie is hilarious. I don't know how, how he is during I don't know if it fits the but in some other movies that they had it was kind of lackluster. But I think with the second rollout of what they got going on with Fat with, with Fantastic Four and stuff like that, I think Marvel's gonna have us in a chokehold for a little bit because DC I don't know DC just just well, DC hit like is that. in a midst of a revamp because they fucking they got rid of the characters the, the, the I think about DC they cast it perfectly but the narratives didn't make sense and mm-hmm. I think that with the boy that's playing the Flash guy getting in trouble I know that with that with that new Discovery deal Discovery is kind of like taking over the the, the like leadership of dc films or warner brother dc so it might just be mm-hmm. it might be another couple of years before we get a proper dc rollout but i'm at the point where it's like yo let's just have a justice league movie a proper one and from there branch out everybody knows origin stories it's fine we can have flashback scenes you know you can make a movie where you know you kind of you know do like the animated joints and that's one thing we can wait for but 
Marvel got this. I think, you know, shout out to Comic-Con leakers. You know, we they, they leaked the Ant-Man trailer, which looks crazy. Shout out to my boy Jonathan Majors about to play Kang. Um, you know, we got a bunch of TV shows coming out. Daredevil's coming out, 18 episodes. That's going to be fire in 2024. Oh, yeah. So Marvel. I think, I think, I think they might bring in Luke Cage and possibly, um, what's the guy with the fist? Oh, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. They ain't confirmed yeah, yet, but I know Jessica that. Jones is coming back. So mm-hmm. Marvel is in a position where they can really run the gambit. Like this, I think Phase Four is like, all right, we we set the stakes high. We got to bring you back down to like you know individual stories. I don't like them making these movies an hour and fifty five minutes to two hours. I think they we need those two hours. We need the extra 15, 20 minutes of exposition to care about these characters. But they're in a good shape. They're 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 definitely in a good position to continue to do what they do. I know. Side note for my X Men fans: apparently, it came out today or yesterday that the Fox when Disney bought Fox, they still had to honor the contracts of like uh, Sophie Turner, uh, everybody from that that X Men universe, even Hugh Jackman, etc. So anybody that still had those contracts, they don't expire until twenty twenty five. So we can't get a new X Men cast until those contracts expire, unless they use those actors. Which is why Secret Wars is very, very important because Secret Wars is where different variations or variants of characters fought. So you could have like all three Spider Mans come back together. You could have whoever's the new Wolverine fight the old Wolverine. Like you could see all of that shit. So it's gonna be dope. Oh man. I can't wait. I love it. All right. So let's go to Rolling Loud, man. What you thought about that kid cutty performance and how they was just being disrespectful and throwing bottles at him? Well, context first, even though you should never Ever. I don't give a fuck if you paid your money or not. That doesn't give you a right to assault another human being. But Kanye West was supposed to headline that that Rolling Loud set. And he pulled out apparently because Travis Scott, they wouldn't allow him to bring Travis Scott out during his set. So he left and ended up popping up the next day during Little Dirk session or something like that. And Future ended up bringing out Travis Scott. So I guess they said, fuck y'all. We Side know. note, that nigga looked crazy in that getup he had. Kanye. Oh. That nigga had, I don't know if he had paint on his face, but his skin is not usually that brown. And the hoodie, I I ain't gonna lie to you. I get him, he's the fashion god of hip-hop. But come on now. But you can go ahead. I'm sorry about that. I just had to call that out for a quick second. He was looking crazy. (laughs) In terms of, I'm a Cuddy fan. And I don't know when it became cool to dislike Kid Cuddy. But even if you don't like somebody, you're mad. I get it. You spent all this money to go to this concert. And the person you wanted to be was not there. You can take your ass home if you're not a fan of the person. Especially if you bought most of the time when you buy these tickets, they are multi day tickets. You can come back the next couple of days. You feel me? So I like I think it's just people just like to you know these getting kids is getting recorded. Like people like the attention. They like all right. Well, I paid for this, so I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, you can't. You paid to be in the venue and enjoy a show. Now the show is not what you originally thought. If Rolling Loud wasn't honoring uh, refunds, that's something you take up with them, or you don't give them your business ever again. But I know on those posts it says uh, artists subject to change. You know what you was getting when you signed up for it. Grow the fuck up. Especially knowing that Kid Cudi good deals with mental health issues and shit like that. It just doesn't sit exactly. right with me. Because it's like he said, like, he gave y'all a couple. He's like, all right, yo, stop throwing shit on the fucking stage. You throw shit on the stage, I'm, I'm walking the fuck off. And then three seconds later, you throw something, hit him directly in the face. Why the fuck would I want to deal with that? I'm a millionaire. And you know, you know what's crazy? God forbid, I don't want to put this in the universe, but if some, if he does something to himself because of this, dealing with his mental health, uh, is that person that's doing stuff to him is going to feel any type of way? Are they going to take responsibility for what trauma they caused to, to Kid Cudi? No. And that's the problem with this trolling generation that we are in and how some people need to get their ass whooped. 
That's a fact. So I feel like too many people in this world don't know what an ass whooping is now. And they feel like they can do anything and throw stuff. Like some of y'all need to, like Paul, some of y'all need to get touched out here. Like <laughs> with, the, with the hand of God. <laughs> you feel me? Because... Because, because, and also I saw, I saw in a lot of video just regarding rolling out. I guess somebody was on top of um, one of those containers, bro. They was just visually throwing mad bottles. They ended up throwing the whole trash bin at him. I don't know why he was in the on top of the containers overall, but that shit was crazy in itself. So, like, yo, please have respect for one another. You heard? And respect and empathy and all that shit don't exist. And that's the, with these young niggas. That's why it's scary. It's like, shit, this is what y'all turning into? Y'all think all this shit is cool? Well, niggas is robbing niggas in church and shit, so more is out there. That's probably an old nigga. Pandemic showed the people true colors. That, 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 let's be real. That, that was some old nigga beef. He's like, oh, you a preacher now. You got that money, huh, nigga? But you ain't run me back my 50 back in 94? <laughs> Hold that. Yo, niggas, niggas had to been watching his service for a while to be like, they count the jewels like, oh, this nigga got all that on his wrist? Aight. <laughs> type shit. But Oh man, Vix McMahon has officially retired from the WWE. As a wrestling fan that you are slick, how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, circumstances behind it, I mean, you haven't heard. I guess it's almost necessarily say it was me too, but he's he was accused of having affairs with several of his female staff over the past couple decades and uh paying them off millions of dollars here and there. And, you know, Kind of, I don't want to say necessarily a toxic workspace, but definitely something that in this, in this current climate, you know, is not acceptable for especially a publicly traded CEO, publicly traded company. And he, mm-hmm. he resigned. And apparently he didn't want to. He was mad when the report came out. But then I guess they told him, hey, look, either retire, we will get you out the paint another way. You feel me? But I think in term, as a character and for someone that curated something that I could genuinely say I have loved for my whole life, I'm not going front. I know I, I love basketball, football, cool baseball. You know I mean? Wrestling was like my first love in terms of like something athletic that I, I enjoyed watching. Like I would watch wrestling over the NBA finals. And to this day, like I might not watch it as much just because he's like, all right, cool. You know, we live in the internet age. Spoilers. You know, I'm not paying whatever to watch it sometimes. But uh, you catch me every once in a while watching the WrestleMania, watching the highlights. I'm on Bleach Report reading it. And I, I thank Vince McMahon for creating or continuing to produce that product that I fell in love with at like what four or five years whatever it's when smackdown come out 99 so i was what six five six whenever smackdown started that's where the love affair started for me with wrestling so i appreciate and thank mr mcmahon for doing that I, i'm sorry i'm not sorry but it's sorry to hear that you know you was a nasty mcmahon on on the backhand <laughs> nasty mcmahon but McNasty. i i, think- I ain't gonna hold you they, they came out like with videos like you know how youtubers do like videos of of Yo, bro, he's been, he's kind of like a fake mob boss. Hold on, let, hear me out. Hear me out with this. My boy fake a mob boss because I, they just detailed, these are not the only instance of what he has done and how has paid people off in the past of his making this a billion dollar company. This man has been doing this since back in the day. He has paid women off. He has, not report crime that has happened between his workers, the, some of the wrestlers. Like this man, he wasn't as he took he took his Vince McMahon character a lot. Either either the character that he played is his true self, or he took that character and embraced it in real life. This was real method acting from him because, like, if you really look at the background of what he has done, but just given the 
I will give him praise for his business skills because, as you know, before WWE, it was WWF, and then they faced a whole big-ass lawsuit with that. And at the time, there was a lot of competition, you know, WCW, ECW, and he got them all out the paint and has made them, has made WWE uh, an empire. So, yeah. I mean, pray, you know, praise. I was about to say, as a fan, too, we could argue that in the last couple of years, you would say he kind of lost his touch. Like, he still was very stuck in the older ways, like the big six-foot-four diesel motherfucker should be champion. And, you know, a lot of the thing about wrestling, it inspired a lot of different people. So you got guys, I'm nerd out real quick, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, uh, Finn Balor, Adam Cole, uh, Kenny Omega. These guys are just different uh, – Different pro, um, different wrestlers from different, uh, different uh companies and whatnot, right? These guys, yep. they about they they not six four, they not two sixty, they not Brock Lesnar, they're not these massive, you know, they're not even the Rock. Rock was what six four two two forty. These guys are like five nine, one ninety five, two hundred. <laughs> you feel me? But <laughs> wrestling has become one of those things where it's like you know you love an underdog story, and it was like. Fans really would have to put pressure on a narrative or stop supporting the narrative for things to change. And now I think Triple H, who this does just come a clap up for Triple H real quick. This is this the definition of marrying up. He married the boss's daughter and is now in charge of the company in terms of their storytelling. And what is wrestling but storytelling? Yeah. Coming from wherever he came from. He wasn't a, I don't give a fuck. He was an average wrestler. He's he was, average. He was, he was. And so he and he he got on and when he his character became because of his, you know him sticking in nigga Miss McMahon, it allowed him to have one of the most dominant characters for a good decade and now he's running. I think his wrestling sense, he's more modern in his sensibilities. He used to run a company called NXT which was run really really well. And I think that it's a great day because there are a lot of new wrestling. Not new wrestling come. AEW is new. They have a TV deal. If you're unfamiliar, Wednesday nights and Fridays on TNT and TBS. Great wrestling. It's it's very, very. I don't want to say dramatic, but it's like it's like that style of multiple flips and crazy ass maneuvers and stuff like that. If that's what you're into, or you just want to watch it one night. It's cool. And they say WWE was falling behind because they were following the old model. Triple H is very modern. I think it's going to be a good thing for the product overall. That he's in charge of that. I think his daughter Stephanie McMahon in, uh, is what co CEO. So she took over Vince's role. He's still the owner of the company though. So it's like the motherfucker can still say he's still gonna make money. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of the pri- he still has a majority of shares in the company and whatnot. He just doesn't run it the business day to day. But yeah, right. sorry y'all. I had to nerd out real quick. Nah, you good with that? Now, slick. Have you heard of this pink? That is having the internet go crazy Isn't right that now. Shit like Pe- it's like Pepto-Bismol or something? What is this? Pink? I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> Yo, basically, to be honest with you, I'm wondering what is the hype? Now, nah, 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 Slick, we got to have a real conversation with our listeners and just with the public. We got we to gotta do our due diligence to give people their, their stupidity flowers when needed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all sit here and watch a girl on TikTok Promote with sauce. I'm. I love. I love black business and love supporting small businesses. Y'all don't know what she puts in it, no and y'all just ordering it offline. Don't even know if it's FDA approved or not. The owner doesn't even know what FDA means, and wonder why y'all getting sick off the ingredients. This bitch is mixing Pepto-Bismol and mayonnaise and telling y'all to put it on y'all sandwiches <laughs> and y'all doing it. Let's keep it a stack. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. TikTok is dangerous. I, we, I, tell, I say it every... I feel like a conspiracy theorist. Social media is dangerous because everybody's impressionable. Everybody be with the fuck shit until they stomach hurt. 
So they stomach hurt. It's, it, it, I, I hear it's supposed to be, it's supposed to taste like ranch dressing. I feel like Pepto Bismol. Let's go get ranch dressing. What is wrong with folks, bro? Everybody want to be cloud. They want to be like, oh, I got that pink sauce. I got that pink sauce. Look at my TikTok. Let me get a thousand views. Let me get an influencer deal. Like, shut the fuck up. You know how I feel. I deleted that shit today. I had to add it back for the podcast. But and it, she's shipping it out to people. That shit is exploding. Not, I it's see. not ice. Yeah, it's like, so people are getting rotten smelling sauce in the mail. She so she she finessed y'all. I hope, hope she got y'all for every fucking dollar. <laughs> and then and then it, the thing about it is the label that she had. I'm sorry, this supposed to be a quick segment, but as I'm looking at more info on it, on the label, it's supposed to contain 444 servings in a bottle, which is Impossible to have in a bottle to serve. Not necessarily if it's like dabs. You're supposed to have a dab a day. That makes sense. And they can just put in the whole like they like they applying ketchup to a sandwich. You supposed to die. That's your fault, dummy. Should have read the, the nutrition facts. <laughs> and then the owner doesn't even know what the fuck the FDA is, I bro. I said how y'all buy something that don't niggas don't even know the FDA. FDA about to get her. This is how COVID spread around, bro. This is how monkeypox. Yo, time out, time out. This is why this shit. Yo, this monkeypox shit is scary, nigga. I don't want shit that's going to make me ugly. You can fuck up my insides all you want, but I swear to God, if I got to be hit while being sick, nigga, shoot me. I'm killing. I'm taking out. I'm taking 18, um, what's it called, pills. Extra strength Tylenol to the dome, nigga. To drop. Well, well, apparently to Dr. Fauci, it's only for people who are part of the gay community and that, they that possibly get the monkey pop. Doesn't about that AIDS? sound familiar to certain that we had in the 80s? Sound looks like AIDS. It sounds like the AIDS epidemic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, oh my God. We're living in this. The simulation is broken. Who spoke tequila on the yo, simulation? Bro, yo, let us let us chill, bro. Like you just we just finally got back outside still doing COVID. Now you're coming with monkeypox and then oh I'm hearing there's something in Africa right now that's like Nigga, they 70% had po- fatal. They had polio in Albany. That's like, like yeah. <laughs> we like, in dire times. We are in dire times. And everybody want to be mad at me because I ain't want to go outside for a year. Now look where it's getting us. Let a nigga catch monkeypox. I'm killing. I'm saying right now on air, like yo, I'm 18 pills to the fa- You got monkeypox. Oh, all right, it's been real, my nigga. Let me go get my health insurance. But I need my, my life insurance. <laughs> nah, they gonna come up with the vaccine. You know what the vaccine? I don't care. You seen them fucking bumps on a nigga face, dog? No. Nah. Nah, you see, what if, what if, what if somebody shoot their shot at you with, with the monk? When if you have the bumps, you feel me? Like sweetie, sweetie, point you out in the crowd. Like oh, she do, like she, she do. You have monkey pox. You are still a handsome nigga. You not gonna stay alive for her? Shit, am I home alone? Yeah, hell yeah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, girl. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> nah, nah. Speaking of sweetie, during her performance, she shot her shot. At, at a guy during yo, I'm telling you right now, if that ever happens to me, none of you hoes can tell me shit. <laughs> I'm letting you know wow. that now. None of y'all telling me shit out here. Sweetie's on my body, and I'm surprised, homie, did not. What you say? Would you if you if that was you in that case? I'm throwing you my, do the whole phone I'm on the stage. I'm locking my phone, throwing it on stage. Like yo, add that. Yo, do what you gotta do. Cause I seen the video too. I was mad when I seen it too because I'm like, yo, she stopped the whole concert and she did the little the fingernail eyes thing and I was like, wait, don't don't. And she she kind of bit her tongue. I was like, oh shit. Man. Yeah, I was like, you know what? It's like it's that's. I'm out the game, but I'm gonna just keep it a stack. If a woman look at you like that and you single, nigga, and she's she's cute, 
I, I have to throw that disclaimer out there because ladies, y'all be doing the same shit. I'll be the, the cute nigga do this, not the ugly nigga, right? Because the ugly nigga do the sexual harassment. If she cute, <laughs> she, and she and she do that, it's like, oh shit, it's on. I like that. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't even know get what to say. Royal, get 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 the royal honey is pop to be popping. I want to know. Like I, I'm about to say, I want to know. Like oh, what's up? Because like, I'm like, you already know I can't do much for you. So <laughs> what you want with? <laughs> Yo, facts, because you already know, like, like I'm, look, I'm in the stands already. Like, so obviously, say, I'm not could, making the same money I'm about as you. To say, I could pull, I could, I could pull your chair out at dinner. <laughs> I could even pay for a dessert or something. But I'm like, my mom, Yo, I, I could be, I could be a sneaky link when you come in town, mama. You feel me? You say, comfortable form? I drop some dick off. I'm not going front. This might not go up. I don't even know what I, I would know what to do because I'd be like, "Yo, shit." She really just think I'm cute. Like, damn, I ain't never had that before. Y'all can't tell me shit. Y'all can't tell me shit. Normally, I yell at you for shit like that, but you're right. Because it's like the same thing. Like, if Michael B. Jordan stepped up to my girl and shit, I was like, shit, bitch, you his now? What you doing? Go get that money. Just make sure. (laughs) Go get that rent paid. Just make sure you you pay the rent for the rest of the lease. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Like I said, certain shit, I can accept. Like, that, like, if it's one of them niggas, cool. It's the bum ass niggas. I'd be like, you really let that nigga slide in your DMs? Come on. That's a fact. Like, you really, even even after they, even if you break up with your shorty, like, you see the next thing, like, yo, at least, at least, at least go up, mama. Like, at least glow up. Don't stick and fuck with the bum ass. Like, this nigga must have a great personality and a lot of bread. (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? Because it's like, there's no way you go with that. I know girls and girls. I feel me feeling the same way. Like, how you fuck with a bum? Nah, nah, but nah, because you can have a bad chick and your girl still gonna, yes, the shorty, your old joint gonna still be tight. She gonna still find a way. This bitch, her eyelashes on crooked. Fuck out of here. This nigga thought he was. Oh, doing facts. Or, or if they find out her profession, because I saw that TikTok sound like, oh, what's your new bitch? Oh, she she a flight attendant. Oh, you fucking with a bitch that's sling peanuts? I'm like, yo, they come after that. That's wild. That's funny as fuck though. I would have never thought enough. That's clever. I, it took me a while to think. I would have had to actually observe her. Like, oh shit, this bitch really do just serve peanuts. Really? Um, but. You being a Chris Brown fan, and we supposed to have this Chris Brown featuring Drake. Maybe we have it on our Patreon, a little versus battle. Um, you being a Chris Brown fan, are you paying a thousand dollars to take a picture with him and, and have the whole VIP? As me being me, being me, honestly, if I had it like that, pause. This might not go well. I know niggas is gonna say some wild shit. <laughs> they gonna hit me like, you know what you're <laughs> I would pay for it for the simple fact of this. A lot of other artists that are of his caliber charge two, three, four, five times that for a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And the fact, like, I'm not going front. The girls is wilding, like, you didn't jumping on, but, like, you paid that. He's allowed that. Like, he's having fun. That's cool. I'm the nigga that, like, yo, you saw the niggas that did this? Like, yo, it's a picture with my guy. Like, yo, that's a flex. And I'm like. And, and I, I hate it. I hated that social media. Got at, got at the guy. Especially, I think he was, like, um. He was he he um it was a lot of gentlemen who just posed up with his arm. Yeah, tucked. some real homies. They got at him for that. They I'm jail like, posed. And I'm like, we even support each But other? then you know, niggas do shit for clubs. There was one nigga that tweeted. And it was funny. I laughed. I liked it. I go for one nigga said like, I'm getting butt ass nigga. I'm like, come on, my nigga. No, you not. <laughs> come on, my nigga. Like some shit you just say for laughs. I get it, but it's like at the same point, let's not front. Like going outside right now is two hundred dollars. Keep it a stack. Exactly. Let's keep it a yep. stack. If you live in a major city, going outside is two hundred dollars, right? You want to go to a show with nice seats? That's four or five hundred dollars already. You getting food at the show, food before the show, and then drinks at the show? You're already at in total summation six, seven, maybe even eight, depending on who you with. Type shit for two hundred extra dollars, I can meet the artist. You and that's my shit. It's like niggas talk shit just to talk shit. 
And it's funny because them jail like girls was really on a nineteen eighty nine baby shower. Like, Come here, daddy. Uh. Like, yo, I don't blame them. They got this probably the one and few times they're gonna actually see this nigga. And he's allowing he's allowing to take these pictures. It's not like he's like no, but he's like yo, whatever type of picture you play, which I which I also fuck with him about. It's like yo, you paid a thousand dollars for the VIP experience. I'm gonna make sure you have the proper experience. You feel me? One girl jumped on him. I was like, oh, dang, you better hit, not have a man. Shorty. If I if, if if you saw your girl take a pic, even though you know she my don't have would. no chance with Chris Brown, my, 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 like, my girl absolutely would. My, she shorty would have lost her fucking mind. I know she 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 probably gonna curse me. I'm like, no, I wouldn't do it. Yes, you fucking would. You loved Chris Brown since 2007. <laughs> you told me this. I I said it before. I was like, if you cheated, it better. Oh, be I, got side, I got a side. I got a side eye her after like. No, no, no! You just jumped on a nigga lap like that. But it's Chris Brown, my nigga. I'm like, shit. All right, I understand you. I shit. I love Sonali. Then she know if I seen Sonali in front of you right now, it's all systems on deck. That's Vinci's vagina right there. Absolutely. Shit. If Saweetie said hi to me while she next, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. I'm sorry. Shit. She said hi to me in the in the spot. I'm leaving with her. Imagine. I feel like Saweetie farts stink because she be eating all that crazy. Nah, nah. Imagine you go to the spot with your shorty, right? And then Sweetie just kind of just kind of like scoped you out. Oh, she she to come here. She she went to come here. She's come here. You not going over there? I'm a first. I'm ahead of one of these, but I'm. With, she still said, "I'm there. Right, I'll be right back. I gotta go to the bathroom. You gotta walk around the long way." Just because I cheated, that doesn't mean I don't love you, right? Oh, shit, we didn't even get there yet, my nigga. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Oh man! And then before we get to the song of the week, um, yo, I am tired of some of these New York videos. Like, I'm all for the IG videos and you know, funny videos, but certain New York videos, bro, I'd be doing too much, bro. If you don't, if you didn't see, niggas do a whole pool party with slides and shit on the L train, bro. <laughs> Did you see that video, bro? You sent it to me. They, they had, just... I ain't gonna lie, they they had they had some Johns in there twerking, and, but I'm just like that shit is so unsanitary. I hope y'all wipe all them shits down. <laughs> y'all over here sliding down the y'all just y'all, y'all put something on the floor and slide down. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not doing that on no MTA train. If you know, especially on the L train, if you know, you know, especially by 14th Street, Union Square, you know who will be pulling up on there. But I don't like some of these social media trends of because I think I think it's the same people that had like a whole Thanksgiving. Remember that Thanksgiving video where they had like a table in there with mad food and like there was like drinking and whatnot and eating. Yeah, Corny. All corny. It's all for like social. I told you. Attention, the biggest drug out here. I mean, next to the co- the crack because these crackheads over here in Jamaica, Queens look Mm, this shit is zombie land. This shit is scary. <laughs> Facts. All right. All right. Now it's time for our song of the week. All right. If you are listening this on YouTube, I apologize. YouTube don't play that. So please go to one of your favorite streaming platforms, whether it's Stitcher, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, or whatever you like to listen to, and go listen to our song of the week there on the episode and if you want you can go to our apple music playlist and go check out our previous song of the week okay brother what's your song of the week this right, week? i got three you alluded to one and we're gonna talk about it when we get toxic but i had to pick it you told me i couldn't pick it i said fuck you but um this is division <laughs> if i get caught you know this is a division stand account over here let's get it just fucking them girls i was gonna i was gonna get right back just fucking them girls i was gonna I was gonna get right back. You wouldn't want me if you 
thought I never had hope. Women like men, other women like that's just something that everyone knows. Don't forget I was a fly nigga when you got here. Charismatic when you got here. You knew about me when you got here. Now you're tripping, girl, it's not fair And you got my phone in your hands Questions, not again Why do we do this when really the truth is If I get caught cheating That don't mean I don't love you Fucking them girls, I was gonna I was gonna say it again If I get caught cheating That don't mean I don't love you Fucking them girls, I was gonna If I get caught Next up We got Steve Lacey Featuring Fouché Sunshine Looking like it's all Catching up to you lately Since I told you it's over Caught me up guard when I saw you last week Oh, so tough, but you bluffed when you had me Saying my ex like my name ain't Steve Gave you a chance and some dope for me Safe to say after me you peeped Still give you dick anytime you need Admit that I was lost Taking it just as hard Criticize me all But I'm always gonna be Play wild Play wild Sunshine Steve Lacey featuring Fouché And in my last joint This is New Rory Rory from Rory and Mole And originally of Joe Budden Got his album dropping with the R&B folks This is one of his least single shout out to Jamie Tox for putting me on This is called Not Me Flaws, but you still love me. I bet my demons make it hard to trust me. Knowing the times, love just might get ugly. Knowing my scars, the cause the problems we fought. All my exes wanna be Beyonce. Crazy in love to the left, she's hiding. Telling me about how you feel through text. That ain't no way for us to reconnect. She's a body with an attitude. She wanna leave, but she never do. Slow it down, but we still move. She just wants to be a naughty girl She just wants someone to fall in love with her But it's not me It's not me All she want to be is Cinderella I don't have the heart to go and tell her It's not me yeah, You see how I'm, how I'm moving, how I'm moving this week Oh yeah, um, and shout out to Rory Because that first track of the album I Want You But You Will Never Know Future and Shelly, aka Drum, was fire as well. Shout out to them. 
And shout out to the new Warrior Mall, though. You know, they be doing they be doing their best. I ain't gonna lie, I've been liking their set-ins um, at, at Rory's crib. The episode's been really entertaining. But for my song of the week, I got. I was gonna play Aaron Ray, but I forgot Slick played the song already. You shout it out though. What's the song? What's the song? What's the song? Um, shitting me. Ah. A seat. <laughs> that idea. You want to play a couple seconds for the people, just so we can be nice. Because I played one I wasn't supposed to play. No, 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 no. Because I want I, this artist just came out with this album, what uh, EP actually. This and I played feelings for you, but now you released the EP. This is Xavier Omar concept. <laughs> be treated what a concept tell me the truth cause baby i need it what an obvious way to build our love what a genius way to build our trust That was Xavier Omar off of the Blur EP. All right. Now I want to give this special day because I, I was disappointed in her dating status and dating abilities, but her music abilities is always there. This is from my side EP, Danny Lay, the same. Gotcha. Take it, I ain't foolish Got me looking in the mirror like, like Who this? Quit playing with my time, I ain't new to this I ain't let shit slide just like glue, bitch I ain't stupid, I do this You can't use me like these hoes that you used to doing You can't get mad when I think like that Cause I know all these hoes be the same Just different names, but they mama the shame But Nah, that whole EP was fire, bro. She really, I, I know it's not supposed to be against the baby, but yeah, she dropped a nice diss track. <laughs> a nice. Go I, ahead. I didn't listen to it because I was like, I, I feel like there was no promo to it and there was no single. I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know if you're the artist that could just drop like that. <laughs> but if you said it's fire, I'll check uh, it. I did. She does, she does some radio runs. I know she did the Breakfast Club. I did see that interview. I didn't re- listen to it though. Yeah. But no, the EP is fire. I it wouldn't be me if I didn't play nothing, you know, that had streets bumping. Give me get a gunshot slick. No. You get gunshot. Ah! This is from Nardo Wick. Who is Nardo Wick? Part two, the deluxe. This is no game.
no pause. Close to my, no. I'm walking with this Glock behind my draw. I already told him, come, he coming. It's too late to call him off. He's diamonds water, then I ain't gonna take this water, you gon' fall. Crow, 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 crow. Gang shit, bust a brain quick. We is dangerous. Not a while you tryna slide, nigga, you is famous. What I mean is, check a finger still work. Shot his ass a year ago, he said, still hurt. Somebody tell him, tell me, thank you, he get free perks. He got shot and he survived, it could have been worse. I don't got no mind, that's what they be telling me. Yeah, that was off the deluxe, who is not awake, not awake, no game. But you know what it's time for. You know what you have waited here for. It's the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TSA Toxic Service Announcement. Where we get a little bit toxic, but you love that though. All right. So we got two topics. You know, you can go to our Patreon for the extra toxic topic talk away we do we're just a cup of coffee and you can hear some more stuff from us but this week we have two for you guys all right as as slick said earlier this division song got a lot of people feathers in the bunch want to start it off slick uh yeah well first off division has definitely been trying to level up with this album for a rollout. I think the first three albums were great, but I think that, you know, they wanted to go in a new direction. They signed, they're still signing Drake at OVO, but they also signed the Love Renaissance uh, for management. So that's people that also work with SZA, work with, I mean, excuse me, not SZA, Summer Walker, uh, Black, Boogie, uh, what's the dude that saying Throat Baby, BRS Cash. So oh, yeah. they, they, got a, they got a good roster, and they obviously doing something right because all those artists have had pretty solid, Some decent success. levels of success in the last three or four years, right? So Division, working with Jermaine Dupree, Brian Michael Cox, they, was, they said this was going to be one of the most honest songs that we've heard in a while since, like, Confessions type shit, right? And I guess, in a sense, they was right. If I get caught cheating, that don't mean I don't love you. That's the tagline. Video drop. They had the girls from, uh, what was it? The, was it, was it uh, Poor Mind? Um, the Poor Mind poor podcast. Mind, Andre, Andre and Nicole. They got Maul from New Orleans Mall. Maul from New Orleans Mall. Like I said, Brian Michael Cox and Jermaine Dupree, two of the greatest R&B songwriters of all time, of modern times. They they helped produce the track. They got the whole sample and let Hove hear it. Hope said, Joe, y'all can do this. And I think a lot of people were upset. Hope said, Hope said that I didn't think one could make a song more toxic than Song Cry. I stand corrected. I have to say, because that was the, the part they said. I was just fucking them girls. I was going to get right back. They took that whole lot and made a song about it. And I guess it, it begs the question, first, why people were upset, but also, is what they're saying really true? Is it that honest? So, I mean... First and foremost, I saw a lot of people and some tweets said, yo, some girls were like, yo, you're scaring the hoes division. Or some people were like, you'll never top your earlier music where it was all lovey-dovey. And for me as a fan, I can say that his his music is very was very niche. It was great R&B music, but... And it was always toxic. It was, <laughs> it was toxic or super lovey-dovey, but I will say this. When he was doing that, he had his niche fan base, and that was it. He put out this song that a lot of people said was terrible, out of character, he was number two or three in trending on Friday morning. Heavy traffic mm-hmm. day. At the peak of traffic, like peak of d- midday traffic, he was number two trending. Not just on the personal, but in the U.S. That's a big move for a song that everyone says is trash. It's at the top of all the army yep. playlists. Video dropped to coincide. Video was cool. 
And like I said, you see some people saying a lot, a lot of women and guys said it was trash. Also, you see a lot of women and guys saying that, yo, this shit is all right. It's something. I see what you did there. I like the song. Just again, I'm a fan of the artist. I wasn't gonna hate it. And I like I, I I don't know. What do you think before we break down what he's saying? Oh man, I'm excited because Jermaine Dupree has he's one of the people from the past that really keeps he stays young by working with young artists. Like he done he had a great hit with Ari Lennox. I think it was Pressure. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely with him tuning in with Division. I'm excited for the album. That's first of all. I think this is going to be probably one of their best work. Like, you know me, I was a big fan of their collaboration album with um, Ty Dolla Sign that I released last year. Um, but I enjoyed it. I love the visuals because I ain't going to lie. I really miss the old days where visuals was important. You remember back in the, you remember back in the days when videos used to have like guest appearances and like it, it had a story behind it instead of just people just you know, dancing and just gaga boom and all that. So I love I love a video with some type of plot or storyline. And I, I I also this I hate that they always try to contribute it to just guys because in this this type of song, women can apply it relate to, to this song well. as well. <laughs> you feel me? That's my thoughts. He definitely asked too, like what that some people somebody tweeted like, oh, you need to have a girl response, like who y'all want to hear. And I'm like, this is the type of song that lends itself to remixes. And it's an R and B song. So you actually have to come on this mm. bitch singing. And I think that's so dope. I could hear someone walk get on that shit. I could hear Sizzle get on that shit. I could hear you know what? Let's get a let's let let's let, let, let a legend get on. Let's let just Scott come on this shit. Let her come out here and wild out. What? Like, Mary I'm, J. Blige, cause you know Mary J. Blige is the king of that, a queen of that. Nah, she normally gets cheated on. I don't know. If she wants to do a song about. Oh, if, uh, yeah, well, it could be if I, it could be if I catch you cheat. If I catch you cheating, it could be. Don't a let response. Mona come with the guns for us. I was <laughs> to say, nah, you know, but then you also get like you can get a, a lot of people can go in here and go into their own pockets on the record. Now, in terms of what he's saying, if I get cheated, you gonna let one little fuck mess all this up? A lot of people got mad, but a lot of motherfuckers have been cheated on. That's why that's why they got upset and they think the song is trash because unfortunately y'all was in that position and y'all accepted your partner back. You feel me? But he was getting his shut up. I want to read this second verse of his before I give her a tune in. Would you rather be the girl that cries in a Corolla or a foreign? I don't want to see you cry. I recognize the sign. I can't ignore it. And to tell you the truth, it will hurt you more if you ever find out what you was looking for. I ain't perfect. Oh, that was a bar. But I think also oh, I conceptually, because I watched the video a couple times. Because at first, like, oh, this nigga tweaking. He over here got the bitch on a table and da da da. But then I'm like, yo, he's saying if I get caught cheating, you're not leaving. I'm not cheating because I don't love you. I'm cheating for whatever pride, ego, bullshit, whatever, right? And the whole video was like, yo, damn, she went left. I was like, first of all, you didn't know that wasn't your man phone. That shit was stupid. That part was dumb. Like this nigga ain't had. They, they got the same exact. <laughs> And also, what type of shit he got? He had at least three or four girls in a rotation texting Bro, him at on one the night. Fo- on the phone, like, yo, crazy, crazy, crazy things. But it was just like, damn. And it's like, yo, you destroyed my shit. I was like, I want to see what happened at the end of the video. Like, what happened when she found out he wasn't cheating? Like, how do you how do you apologize for destroying my shit? <laughs> and you know what else I don't like about the video? She called her friend. Her, her friend. And the friend her- talking about, oh, this is why niggas ain't shit. Oh, this is why you don't fucking trust niggas. Hangs up the phone and go curls up with her nigga. That's all you social media girls out here. 
giving your I mean, friend wrong advice I mean, niggas do and it curl too. up with that ain't shit nigga. Niggas do it too. They be like, yeah, man, fuck these hoes. I'm going home to my queen. <laughs> <laughs> But, but that was that was a I love that he insert that scene because that's what usually happens in situations like that. When a girl either goes to your phone or gets suspicion of you cheating, they always go talk to their friends. But and depending on your friend, she could be a hating girl or she could be better herself being, you know, being single and whatnot. And she might sit here and give you a wrong direction. Mind you, she over here doing her own thing, going through her own issues. And like, but he said it best. It doesn't also have to be just only women. There's a couple lines that said it, but it's like for the most part, like you could apply this to a woman. A woman, a nigga think his woman cheating, he go do all of this. Like you really gonna leave depending on what you find? Probably not. You gonna be in your bag. You we gotta, might be we gotta do it. We gotta we gotta do a lyrical breakdown because I didn't read the lyrics. I was just singing along. Nah, shit, but let's that go. Shit, let's go. Toxic. Let's go with this. That shit hella toxic. Don't that forget, I was a fly nigga, nigga when, when you, you got, got here. here. Charismatic when you get here. You know about me when you got here. Now you tripping, girl. It's not fair. And you got my phone in your hands. Questions? Not again. How many times do I have to remind you? If I get caught cheating, that doesn't mean I don't love you. That doesn't mean I don't love you, ma. Them other girls don't mean nothing but to that, that me. But wasn't, that wasn't for a broke nigga, though, too. Because he was like, yeah, like I, I got money. You're not leaving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you this broke niggas. You Yeah, this is not like if you bring no value to her life. This might all these lyrics don't apply to you. Like, I'm sorry. oh, that's a fact. All you homosexuals. Matter of fact, Snake, this was off the docket, but I got a shit on niggas. I got a shit on niggas because I was hanging out with some friends this weekend, right? Oh, the shit on and your I was friends? talking to, huh? What the shit on your friends? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. They, I, I, I given from the girl's perspective, mm-hmm. some of y'all niggas are taking some of these social media, like Andrew Tate, Sneeko, Kevin Samuel. Some of y'all are taking their shit too literal and y'all niggas make it hard for us to come on this platform yes i know some some of the, some of our women listeners kind get upset at us for for some of our you know takes on dating but today ladies i'm 100 behind you guys because some of you niggas are dumb as shit out here bro yo slick what if you was talking to a girl right and then she then all of a sudden she says yo are you a cop caller Fuck that mean. I know. Bro, she told me that one of my homegirls was telling me, like, yeah, I went on a date with this guy and we was talking. He said, Let me ask you a question. Are you a cop caller? Like, and I'm looking at him, I'm looking, I'm like, what that's a red fucking flag right there. Like this nigga look, he might sound like he into some dangerous shit over here. What you mean if I'm a cop caller? Yes, sir, I am a civilian. <laughs> I told her to tell him that. And then there's a lot of niggas out here expecting sex the first date. A lot of my homegirls was telling me how, you know, just because they paid for a dinner, niggas is like, yo, you going home with me or not? On that type of time. And I'm just like, bro, what is wrong with you niggas out here, bro? I think I take in the whole girls not taking advantage of y'all. Yes, I'm all about not, you know, you know, all all against girls taking advantage of niggas, especially the fool niggas. Hashtag protect your check. You feel me? But yo, pain on a date doesn't equal sex, fellas. Let's say that one more time. Pain for the date does not equal sex out here, bro. I'm about to say y'all are straight bugging. I'm about to say on first dates, I don't even like I don't even be trying to kiss shorties on first dates. 
That's a fact. I'm like, yo, I don't know why y'all niggas got so much sexual energy on the first date. Like, niggas you don't open get door to shorty. Because niggas don't get pussy. Let's keep it a buck. If you get pussy then, consistently, then, you don't then, have to worry about that. And yo, and and and, and this is a lot of story. And we're we'll, we gonna go back to the topic. She was telling me how she she went on the first date with this guy, right? Second date, oh, let's go to the movies, right? Okay, look up the time of the movie that you want. Nigga don't even tell her that he bought the tickets or whatnot. Until the day of, until she talked to her friend, and her friend said, yo, ask me if he got the ticket. Yo, did you get the ticket? Oh, no, I thought you was going to get it. No communication there. That's red flag one. True. Then she ends up, then her friend said, nah, get the ticket so he can pay for whatever else, the dinners and probably concession stand stuff. So she ended up getting a ticket, right? He asked, because she was running a little late, can you send me the ticket? You know what? She ended up sending him the, sending him the ticket. You know what this nigga did? What? He goes sit inside the movie theater. Can't wait for her? And, the, and, and the, did not wait for her at all, bro. Oh, no, that's uncouth. That's OD uncouth. <laughs> and then come out when she finally comes. And then wanted coochie after that, bro. Oh, no, yeah, you can't. That's uncouth. Me, man. What movie was it? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing, I'm playing. Nah, fellas. I'm like, yo, get your shit together. Yes, I, I know I come on this platform all the time, you know, disagreeing with women and their logic on dating. But, yo, you still got to be a a, 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 hum, a genuine human being, a, a, a gentleman. That doesn't change with no matter what society has changed. Being nice, being courteous. You're not getting the coochie like that. Stop it. That's crazy. Oh man, yeah, fellas, do better because I can't. I can't come on this platform defending us if y'all doing shit like that. I'm gonna have to be quiet once they start shitting on us because y'all niggas are doing corny shit like that. All right, next topic before we get out of here. Yo, slick. I was on. I was on TikTok, right? And it was a social media trend where, like, on on TikTok where, like. Um, some people go back in time, probably like a couple of years, and it kind of warned them of what's going to happen in the future. So, like, there was this one thing that um, a person went back in time when they was doing a name name and be like, yo, they're going to get sturdy in about a couple of years, protect your knees type shit. I saw this one that I want to talk about. Shorty went back in time to, like, 2012. And then talking about how, like, what was nasty back then, which was, like, the whipped cream and sour cream. And then she was like, nah. In 2022, niggas is going to start eating ass, choking, butt plugs and everything. And they brought me a question like, you know, sex got complicated <laughs> over the years. Remember when sex was like more vanilla? Like, yo, you just kind of like oh, you do a couple dick. positions. Like, oh, you suck dick, you nasty bitch. <laughs> you feel me? Like, just the, you know, if you slap or even like uh, choke a little bit, you was already like, you was like a freak, Mc, freak McNasty. Now, now that shit is barely hitting any type of tear in sex. Now, bro, what's your thoughts? I feel like sex got infused more in everything that we do. Like it's literally in cartoons and shit. And I think that the songs made shit that was taboo okay. And a lot of people probably, like I said, I'm not saying people wasn't doing it back then, but it was like you kept that shit to yourself. You was on some real freak shit or what people presumed to be like, oh, you yeah, mm, 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 you don't get away from my cup, nigga. Now, <laughs> now, now it's like, all right, in the last 10 years, all that shit is everywhere. It's in shows. Like they showing dick on TV. 
You know, you're seeing oh, full-fledged yeah. sex scenes. You're seeing it's nothing wrong with P that. P Valley been giving it up crazy. I've heard they've been complaining about P Valley and they sex. Niggas scenes been recently. complaining because they uncomfortable in their sexuality. And it's like, mm-hmm. yo, just turn your head. Like I said, if you're not comfortable, like I said, some shit I'm not comfortable. I just turn my head. But it's like narratively, it's not like they just fucking the fuck. It makes perfect sense in the story. You feel me? Yeah. But it's just like you're over. Oh, we we gotten more exposed to that, and I also feel like it's just like, yo, when you don't have, oh, this might not go well. <laughs> Go ahead. When you don't have much to offer, either emotionally, financially, or things like that, or you're not, or you withhold from doing that. How can you make yourself seem more interesting? Oh, I'm nasty. I do all this shit. I love it here. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. From your from your from toes your, to your scalp. Yeah, every I'm doing any everything in the bedroom, but you can't you can't know my middle name. <laughs> And shit like I ain't that. Gonna lie. When I was broke, I, I was probably doing the best fucking in my life when I was broke. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Now that I got a little money, a little weight on me, I ain't gonna lie, girl. You made me happy with I, what you get with me. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, but then it's like the game, like everything is even sex has become superficial. Like if you're not putting, like you said, if you're not fucking on the first day, I'm not fucking with this whack hoe or you know this broke nigga. You know, it's money. It's not love no more. All the emotional shit that, like, you know, you had to unlock a girl's freak. It's like, oh, well, I don't have to be a real person. I could be nasty and do all this shit and I can get what I want and vice versa. I can have money and not be a good person or be have these qualities and I can get what I want. And when it doesn't work out that way, people get tight. But sex mm-hmm. has definitely been something that has leveraged. Sex has replaced personality. Oh, that's a fact. Sex is like, oh, I'm nasty. I do this. I, like, I don't give a fuck if you a sex worker. I don't give a fuck if nothing. But a lot of shit that... Like, yo, it would have been, like, taboo to, like, promote and, like, engage, engage in. That's a lot of niggas' personalities. Or at least they, their social media and their dating profiles. That's what it is. Oh, I eat this bitch ass. What up? Oh, like, my nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you couldn't pull this bitch if you tried. Oh, I saw, I saw, or look, I saw great dick, guys. Prove it. Uh, what you paying for? Yo, like, that's what? a fact. That I heard somebody say that about like of um women rappers. There was just like, yo, a lot of women are talking about their pussy is a one. Somebody gotta have some whack pussy out there. <laughs> somebody gotta rap about that. But not all y'all got the juice box. You but really? it's like it's been commoditized, so it's like that's what we gonna get. Yo, and then now just with sex, now just overall like sex just. It wasn't like I know back in the days it was just like yo you know you probably lick a little finger bring back fingering too that's one thing niggas gotta bring back remember back then in the days where you used to when fingering was was, was the shit back then you feel me especially you know you you finger you you, you sniff your finger that whole entire day like yo shit I just fingered this chick you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that counted as the body back in the days bro now nah, let's get to our shit slick come yeah, on now like, don't leave me out here by myself don't leave me here by myself. Fingering these girls at my bring home. back fingering. A lot, and huh? a lot of girls said niggas didn't even really know how to finger. Girls didn't even know what coming was, so they got older. So oh, oh that's a fact. That's a fact. You just was like, it's just the fact that you were in close contact with a motherfucker doing some nasty shit you knew you were supposed to be doing. You supposed to be at church at Sunday school. And you over here finger popping. <laughs> Especially in, in the school hallways too. You staircases like, oh, shit. and shit. Now, now you over here gotta sit here and compete with a rose, my nigga. Like shit, 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 treacherous out in here, the, bro. In, in women's defense, a lot of niggas don't know where the clit is at. Oh, that's a fact. You gotta learn that early. You gotta find that. Shit, I, I watch. No, this might not go. I watch videos to make sure I'm like I'm, I'm up on the latest techniques. Like, all right, what that shit do? I can figure this out. 
Fuck it. You gotta make sure she get her. So niggas gotta read that book. You feel me? Get to know that. And also, you feel me, fellas? Stop thinking. Stop watching porn and think you can fuck like that. You that's feel not me? real. Them niggas take that's Viagra. not real. They taking fucking wild ass drinks that's supposed to keep their shit hard all day. It's like these girls is prepping the night before and putting mad extra excessive lubricant in. They're not comfortable. They getting fucking injured. It's not real. They getting colonic so they can fl- So you can't just put in her. Put in her coochie and then put it straight in her ass. If she not, if she didn't prepare for that, and unless unless y'all get down like that, you can't just do that because you might get a surprise on your dick. You feel me? You know. <laughs> so, you know, don't don't look to like look at porn as for some little direction. It's just but, a mental stimulant. That's all it is. Yeah. Or in some cases, a, de- a detriment and an escape. Some niggas watch porn just because they mad at what's happening in their life and they go to some shit they can control. I can fast forward, get my nut off, and taking that. What the day doesn't owe me shit because we all know once you bust a good one, they don't owe you much else. <laughs> no, why you laughing? You know it's true. You bust a good one, you like shit. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them papers. Fuck them kids. Fuck this job. <laughs> Nah, I ain't gonna lie, yo, yo. When you when you was talking to a shorty, that you you like, you know what? She acting like you know she not trying to link. You know, you be like, alright, fuck that hoe. <laughs> like, not even like, all right, that. we'll try again. We'll try again tomorrow. You can't see, you can't get, you couldn't get into your pride. You had to like, all right, I'm gonna go work this shit out. Fuck it. Well, I'm ha- but I'm happy that Sega's got more knowledgeable in the sense that you know at least women for for women out for for least. You know, because my women are actually because I didn't know statistically like a lot of women don't come. They don't, and a lot of women come from different type of. That shit is like fucking a combination once you get down there for yeah, certain women. Because you know what it is. Once you fuck one girl really well, like chemistry is big in sex too. You fuck one girl really well, you think what works for her works for the next one, and same thing for lady. You think what works. Granted, I mean it's it's not many different ways I think to suck a dick. I'm not going to try to figure it out myself, but it's not many. <laughs> It's not a lot. It's like, all right, you can make that nigga come. You probably make another nigga come too. But it's like, it's really chemistry too, and just being like, and it's mental. Yeah, it is mental because like she might just be so into you that off of her being into you, even though you might be doing something to stimulate her a little bit, but her being into you might have makes it feel yeah, it makes it feel five times better than what what you actually doing, and vice versa. So just like yo, I like it's like you said, it's great that we are and that we're able to explore these things. I'm tired of everybody advertising that they do everything because then it's like, what the fuck? What's the what's what do I do for fun? Why I gotta go to a swingers? That's a fact. You you don't you don't know how certain. Remember, like there was a mystique of how certain girls gave it up. Like you had to like kind of like use that eye to see if she was like like you had to like observe her to see if she was like a freak and whatnot. Yo, you can just go down their social media or their Twitter and whatnot. And you could tell them how they they tell you how they like it. All that's no mystique behind this shit no more. You feel me? Because social media ain't really no mystique behind. We got it. to the point where social media is where you're sharing all your thoughts, and you don't have to do that all the time. Sometimes it's good, but every you sharing every thought you have every day, yeah, you you gonna you know niggas don't really like you like that. They, they don't really know this shit about you. You told us you gave us the cheat code and vice versa. Niggas gave up the cheat code to the ladies. They know what you want. <laughs> yeah, like I need more sauce on my shit. <laughs> oh my god, I guess that's a perfect place to end it at. Yeah, all right. Please follow us on all social media. And this might not go well. If you had any brand news, miss this opportunity. Please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most BBs, aka Poppy Sazon. Boys look great, and y'all be great. We'll see y'all next week. To cow. Distinct beats.
try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go Hey, hey, that's it. One take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one.